everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode eight, Trust the Trail. In this episode, we will be discussing what trusting the trail means to us and why it's important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is this is kind of a passionate uh, topic for me. Um, uh, 2017 will represent 20 years of backpacking for me and uh, I'm almost to the point now where I trust the trail more uh, being in the outdoors than I trust driving on the expressway uh, uh, in the city. <laughs> I would agree with that. When I'm outdoors I have no problem trusting the trail. I, I completely and utterly trust my environment, uh, what is surrounding me and it makes no difference what the weather is doing uh it's irrelevant to me um as long as i've done my homework and i've i've planned and prepared properly i trust that portion of my life more than i trust when i'm out and about in the city so uh, i think after 20 years i've kind of learned that um that trusting the trail is it gives you everything that you need and so when we teach our students when we teach new backpackers um, backpacking we're really kind of teaching them how to trust the environment and and just kind of put all fears aside that everything is going to be fine even if you forget a piece of gear which look after 20 years and i know ariane i know i know you have <laughs> like no matter what you can plan and prepare but sometimes you just forget a piece of gear or or something breaks or or you know you forget it in the car i can't tell you how many times i've forgotten a I for you know you bring your hiking poles boom you walk out you start hiking and then you know eight ten miles later like uh where are my hiking poles right or your boots you forget or, your boots <laughs> yeah or water shoes or whatever the case whatever is. I mean I think we have we have probably forgotten at least every piece of gear at least once um, backpacking so and and so this show is really and this topic is really to say it's okay. Just you know, I think the biggest thing is 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 it's trusting, trusting that you don't need to panic because, really, you have it provided for you if you if you calmly think about your surroundings. Yeah, um, it, nature gives you everything you need to have your trip not only be okay but just but not even have an impact if you've forgotten a piece of gear. You you forgot kind of a piece. A big piece of gear one time yeah kind of big yeah <laughs> well um so <laughs> I forgot I remembered the tent uh, actually to back up and explain the situation a little bit more we had taken out um, uh, somebody who had never gone backpacking before and um, she was she was pretty nervous going in and you know I let her borrow all my gear so that she could feel very comfortable. I set her up. I packed her pack. I, I got her all ready so that she didn't have to have that element of worry. And lo and behold, I forgot the tent poles. <laughs> and so I mean, it was a little problematic. I mean, <laughs> and there was no way this girl was going to sleep outside oh, or no. sleep under the tarp. I mean, no, she wasn't she coming like, under the like, tarp. With she needed like a like almost like a like a. Like a, a double wall room. tent. I mean, this, yeah, she. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. So, 
You know, and I think the most important thing, and it, it actually comes from experience, but I didn't, I didn't panic. I didn't even let her know it was really much of an issue. And I am starting to set the tent up and trying to teach her what to do. And, and then I'm like, huh, well, don't have tent poles. And instantly I went into this like, okay, no worries. Don't have tent poles. Can't do anything about it now. And I automatically went into, okay, what do I have around me that I can make it work? And I, you know, I, and that, and that obviously came from experience, but I, I looked around me and I'm like, I have an entire forest of, of tree branches. I mean, certainly. Sticks are plentiful in the woods. <laughs> who knew? Yeah, who, who knew? You know, but I instantly, I just set everybody out on a mission to find, you know, exactly what I needed that, you know, the tent had so many curves needed. So I was like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is the size I'm looking for. Everybody jump in and help. And it became this like really fun game. And I, of course I whittled the knots out of the wood for likely an hour, but um, we got that tent set up and, and she had an extremely comfortable night's sleep that night. Yeah, and no worries. No worries. I mean, she didn't have to do anything. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, don't, the, it's, it was all right there. I mean, we didn't have to, you know, we didn't say, oh, you know, damn it, we can't set up a tent and we're screwed. And, yeah, and I mean, oh we, my God, you know, what are you going to do? It's like everything was always there waiting for us just to use, yeah. you know. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think, you know, when, when we take new people out backpacking too, and we try to instill this um, right away, is that multi-use your gear. Yeah, do, I mean, do more with less. Do more with less, absolutely. And, you know, the more you can multi-use your gear, the less you have to carry. The less you have to carry, you, you become much more in tune with the things around you and your environment because you're always looking to improvise things. You know, like, you know, hanging your backpack at night you know you, you find a knot in a tree and you hang it over that you know there there's so many different ways that nature is providing you a really nice comfortable place to stay for the night exactly and i mean that is one of the 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 reasons that i i love being out there is it's you know you do become so much more connected to it when you're having to or you're choosing to rely on it a little bit more than you otherwise would. Yeah, you know, and and as you pack lighter and you need, you really do, you really don't need much out there, but as you start packing lighter and you tend to use nature a little bit more, um, you know, you realize that you don't need to bring the kitchen sink when you back when you go backpacking because uh, Mother Nature provides the kitchen sink, so to speak. It really does provide everything. It's true. You know, I mean, you, Scott, you taught me the whole idea of, of trusting the trail. And, and I think I had already, you know, I think that was natural for me to, to do it in some form or some element. I'm, you know, it's just kind of a core of who I am. But I never really put it into, like, an actual, like, mindset practice. Um, until you started developing that thought in me and, and it, and it, and it really 
<laughs> it really did change the way I went backpacking. I mean, it drastically changed the way I, I became much more lighter in, in, in my pack. My, everything became lighter, um, which in turn turned into just that much more of an enjoyable experience for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I God, I can't thank you enough for that. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Welcome. Um, I, when I think back uh, to when I, uh, when I hiked the AT in, to, in 2003, when I think about how I packed then to how I pack now, it's a completely different um, thought process. So I think one of the first experiences I, I had uh, trusting the trail, and, and trusting the trail means a lot. It doesn't always mean, well, nature is going to provide everything. Sometimes it's just the magic of the trail that provides and i don't know if i can actually i don't know if we could ever explain that it's just much a, it's just an experience that you have to experience um for yourselves but um you know when, when i was hiking the at i i mean it was like maybe my third day in I, you know maybe and um you know it there's a there's kind of like a, a trepidation you know when you when you're gonna attempt a through hike and you know you're gonna be out there for a long time and um you know i was i was getting ready to hike up blood mountain it was like within the first 30 miles of the of your first stop and um you know like i was kind of dragging i was just like i don't i just i don't know if it was well plus it was pouring rain too um <laughs> and uh I actually thought to myself, I knew I was getting close, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to hike this Blood Mountain thing, you know? And, of course, now I, I don't even consider that a mountain, but but back then it was. It was a big thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I remember just, um, you know, saying to myself, God, man, I wish I had, like, a chocolate bar. I wish I had, like, some kind of sugar rush I could, you know, I could Something eat Something to quick. energize you up that mountain. Yeah. And, um... And I'll, I'll bet you maybe like maybe three miles after I really start thinking about that, there's this guy, um, like just kind of, he was a day hiker. He was just standing on the trail. Oh no, you got a picture of it. It's foggy, a little rainy. You know, it's like this mystical man, like standing on, like on the trail. And he didn't even have a backpack on. He was just standing there. Are you there. sure there was a man there? I might have been hallucinating. But I think, <laughs> but I'm almost positive it was a guy. And so I went up to him and we started talking. He goes, are you a through hiker? I'm like, yeah, I'm a through hiker. He goes, yeah, we're you know, doing the whole hiker chit chat about what kind of back you have. Well, I've got the, and he, I'm like, I go, yeah, by the way, man, you, you wouldn't happen to have like a candy bar or anything. Sure. He goes, yeah. And he pulled out the Mega Three Musketeers chocolate bar. That was like huge. You know the Mega ones? <laughs> yeah. And he's I'm Bet like you wolf that down. I'm like I'm like, that is so cool, man. I was just thinking about that. So I ate the Three Musketeers bar and before I knew it, I, you know, I'm I'm hiking up Blood Mountain and like I get all the way up to the shelter. Like I see the shelter, I'm like what? That's Blood Mountain? That was nothing. I mean, I was on such a sugar rush <laughs> that I didn't even realize it. I think that was like the, that's the first time that, um, and I know that that might, may or may not be kind of a lame story, but it's been time and time and time and time and time and time and time after that, that it seems like the trail somehow, some way has always provided that of which you need. Um, I, I'm almost positive that 
any through hiker that does the Appalachian Trail, if you wanted to save a ton of weight, you could start from Springer Mountain to get to Woody Gap and barely bring food. There's so much food on the trail. That's true. There's like, especially in the spring, there's trail magic. Everybody overpacks their food. Everybody. You can, Everyone's you can ditching weight. You can score Doritos big time in the shelters. And I, I'm, I would like to try it one day during spring, <laughs> like bring no food and just trust the trail is going to provide that food. And now, of course, once you get past, you know, Neil's Gap, you may be in trouble with that. But uh, <laughs> so start packing food then. Yeah, well, people quit after Neil's Gap, so your food sources dwindle greatly. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that you know that's part of the whole. You know, uh, the trail will provide for you. Absolutely, you know, I, not to mention blueberries and raspberries and things that are that grow on the trail naturally. You know, you're hiking in the Smoky Mountains. Boom, you know, you run across an apple tree from the old colonial days. You know, that are got, still growing. How many times yeah, have we ran across trees. apple trees? I know, I know. And how many times have we, we eaten the apple, gorged the apple tree, on the fruit right. and and then we were we didn't even eat any of our snacks in our pack. And I mean, obviously, that's a seasonal thing. Um, but but still, I mean, I remember making blueberry pie. We did. We we did make blueberry. We made pie. blueberry pie. Yeah, we picked about like um, I mean, it was how many ba- how many baggies did we cake? Oh, pick? I don't know about three bags full. Yeah. of blueberries was, uh, and raspberries and. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it was, it so, was incredible. So the, the trail does provide that too, and and the other thing too is that you know, um, when it's raining outside. Which it always rains outside. Not in Georgia anymore. <laughs> no, not not anymore. <laughs> We're currently in a drought, but you know it's it's always raining, and 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 it's really interesting too because the, the rain is such a resource. Yeah, it's called water. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah you you do need that to survive. I can't tell you how many students that we have taken out backpacking, and they go, well, what if it starts raining? I'm like, well, collect collect rainwater. <laughs> Water's really good for you out on the trail. And right now, if it started raining in Georgia, we would probably uh, we probably roll out our bathtub out there to collect rainwater. <laughs> That's how dry it is out here. But you know, uh, the nature is always try- nature tries its best to to give you the resources you need to uh, to choose from. It there you never go without having something there whether it's people whether it's natural foods whether it's water it, it makes no difference and um, we we have probably um, we have been in some real sticky situations um, on gravel roads um, with our car yeah. and I can tell you that never and I mean never in all the year, years that we have been going on gravel roads in the backcountry, when we have had a car issue, we have always been helped. And it's not even a long time either. No, and it's not. And not not once have we been in a predicament that we've been in and over our heads on. And and it's, it's truly because of the people. Yeah. I mean... You know, it's it, it. There's such a camaraderie out on the trail. Um, you know, out. You know, anywhere when people genuinely want 
to help others. Well, everyone's out there doing the same thing. You know, right. they're all trying to enjoy the outdoors. And when someone needs help, you know, you're not going to leave somebody out there, you know. And so, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on the time that we got two flat tires within 100 yards of each other. Um, correction, three flat tires. <laughs> three flat tires. <laughs> three after the weekend prior where we received two flat tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, needless to say, we did not go backpacking that weekend. No. But, um, you know, that that's happened. I mean, that's a true story. We, you know, we were on a, on a, on a gravel road um, in the wilderness and, um, you know, we, we got a flat tire. Luckily, we had a spare. I was able to change the flat tire, got in the car, drove 100 yards and another and, flat and another flat tire. Um, and this one, this one was a little bit more of an explosion, explosive <laughs> flat tire. But, you know, there like, was an issue. You but... know, what do you do? You know, I mean, yeah. the, you and remain the, calm and you, you and you and you figure it out. And the thing is about, you know, like um, I will I will go to my grave saying this. But, you know, when you are in the you know, in unfortunately, there's so many horror movies about back roads that when you're in the back road, you automatically think, oh, my God, you know, I've taken a wrong turn. The movie, the wrong right. turn. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, there's mutant right. people out in the back country and they're going to eat me. And um, but, the, <laughs> but, but it's been them. it's been the complete opposite uh, with with us anyway. Um, it, there are so many people out enjoying nature nowadays um, in the back roads and to get to trailheads, you get to hiking trails with your day hiking, backpacking. Um, mountain biking makes no difference you gotta you gotta drive there you gotta drive to these trailheads and there are always people in um on these mountain roads these gravel roads that um will be more than willing to help you so um don't don't ever be you know uh, scared or freaked out about that trust the trail trust that that is going to provide you with what you need um, whatever you need. Absolutely. And not just trust the trail as always if something doesn't work. Sometimes trusting the trail is... Right. Good. I mean, absolutely. I think part of trusting the trail is 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 really just believing that everything is going to go right. And I think that's... That really is, is what a huge part of trusting the trail is about. I mean, you're not supposed to to know everything that's about to happen. You're not supposed to, you know, you know, you're out in wilderness and that's why people go out there to enjoy it is, is because you are that much more vulnerable and you are that much closer to, to elements that are out of your control. And that's, that is the beautiful part of it. Um, do you trust that what you're going to gain is a beautiful experience? And I hands down truly believe that having a positive attitude, a positive mental attitude is, is really your most important piece of gear. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when, you know, when you, when you have a positive attitude going in, it, it makes it that much easier to trust that everything is, is going to be a-okay. Yeah, no matter what. And, and the thing is, like, it, it can be it can be pouring outside, right? And it can be a miserable, miserable rainstorm. But trust that that is happening for a reason. And there's nothing more beautiful than 
you know, the clouds parting, and by the end of the night, you need to get to watch a beautiful sunset. Oh, that's you know, happened to us so many times. A hundred times. Well, like an hour earlier, it was miserable, and we were, you know, like cursing. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but, I mean, but, I mean, that is, I mean, that is why people go backpacking. And it's a huge reason why you and I go backpacking is, is we absolutely love the elements to, to, you know, to hand us something that we don't anticipate. And, you know, we, we do have a positive attitude going in and we do embrace every element that's thrown our way. And I think that's the difference between, you know, being okay when things go wrong and, you know, making it ruin, otherwise it ruining your weekend. Yeah, I yeah I, I, I completely agree. Um, and anytime you're gonna, you know, I don't care whether you're going out for the weekend or you are attempting a long distance hike, you know, Pacific Crest Trail, Appalachian Trail doesn't make any difference. Is that the gear is only going to take you so far, you know, and and after that it all becomes your attitude and how you look at things, <clears throat> you know, it's how you're looking, it's it's the perspective that you see out of your own eyes on what the trail is giving you. Um, you know, when I, when 2003, when I, when I hiked the AT, it, it was, I mean, crappy. Yeah. I mean, it was just miserable weather. And, you know, I, I got all the way up into the Smokies and I never saw the sun. I mean, it, it, it just That's rained. That's a long time It's a long rain. time. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to uh, quit, but I, I had to become grateful for why I was there. You know, it all became, you know, gratefulness. And um, I got all the way up. There's a section in the Smokies that the AT goes up through. It's called Rocky Top. And uh, it's an absolutely beautiful view. And if when you can see it. Um, and I got up there and I was all by myself. And <laughs> I actually said this out loud. I was like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> and, <laughs> you doing that. And it was like maybe just... I don't know, like a like a 10-second big gust of air that uh, flew by, and all the fog moved away, and it the sun did not come out, but all <laughs> it the fog blew away, and for about 15 seconds I got to see the Smokies, yeah. and then the fog came right back in, and it's it was crappy again, but it was like you know like I firmly believe at that point I was at the right place at the right time in my life and that's exactly where I needed to be and that's why I trust the trail is because you're out there for a reason and trust that the trail is going to give you that reason why you're out there it yeah. will give you that reason and give you the experience yeah absolutely yeah. so that's why we call this podcast trust the trail yeah I mean because that's what we the, really believe in we truly believe that we, we truly believe that everything will be provided out there. I mean, we do prepare. Yeah. We don't, we don't aimlessly walk into the woods and just take it for what it is. But um, although we have done that once. We have done that a few times. But, I, you know, it, it, it truly is. It truly is a beautiful We experience. trusted the trail one time that going barefoot was a smart idea. That should be a podcast altogether. It should be a podcast. All, we did six miles barefoot. I'm not, I'm not sure we're doing that anytime soon again. But it was fun. <laughs> it, it was, it, it it was, was an experience. It was fun. So, hey, you guys. So, um, 
a couple of house cleaning uh, things to go over. So um, we are going to be live on Facebook every Thursday starting 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Facebook page, The Backpacker TV. Um, also, you can check out this podcast at www.thebackpacker.tv, and you can sign up for our email list because we're going to be shooting a lot of different um, suggestions, offers, and posts that normally you would not get to see. Um, so sign up on our email list, and if you get a chance to come out uh, to, to Facebook and see the show, man, we'd love to have our listeners there. If you have questions... Uh, Cue them up, and we will answer any questions you have about backpacking live on our show, uh, which technically you probably will hear this podcast before the show starts. So if you get the quite possibly if you get this podcast and listen to the whole twenty five minutes of it uh, before eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can watch the show. Otherwise, it's every Thursday. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, until then, we are going to continue. We are going to continue podcasting every single week. We're enjoying it. We hope you guys are too. And we got a really super nice letter uh, in the email, in our email uh, the other day um, from a listener uh, that wrote us saying, hey, I really enjoy your podcast. Uh, They do live in our local area. Um, She's an RN at Emory University or Emory Hospital. I'm sorry. And... um, Wanted to know when uh, her and her husband can go backpacking with us. So that was really cool. So thank you. Um, send us emails, send us comments, whatever, however you want to contact us. We love, love uh, answering questions about backpacking. So anyway, we will see you next Thursday. Absolutely. Until then, guys, thanks for tuning in.